Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Merry Christmas, everyone. It was my intention to record some kind of a cutesy Christmas video about Santa Claus and writing your Christmas list to Santa and sending it off or something like that. I hadn't really figured it all the way out, just that it was going to be clever. And then this thing happened. This thing happened. We passed a how many billion dollars was it? Something like $900 billion COVID relief bill. A COVID relief bill. I'm sure that you've heard all about this. 5,593 pages of a COVID relief bill. There's a lot going on inside this bill. $82 billion dollars to higher education, $10 billion to the post office, billions of dollars to foreign countries like the Sudan, Egypt, Burma, billions of dollars to art museums. I mean, certainly, if you're not triggered by one aspect of it, then this will do it. $600 to you. billion in a COVID relief bill and $600 of it is going to you. There's PPP in there. There's extended unemployment benefits in there, which are obviously positives, but everything else. And I mean, I don't even know where to begin with any of that. There's so much frustration around all of it. But I guess, I guess fundamentally, it's really the process and how this all happened, why it's happened, why it's been going on for as long as it has, and what, what needs to happen really moving forward. Because I don't think there's anybody who doesn't think that this is all ridiculous. You've got um, elected officials on both sides of the aisle talking about how they received this bill in the afternoon and were then expected to vote on it hours later, like literally. Um, I, I, I don't know if they deliver physical copies of it. I don't know what 5,593 pages looks like. Um, a lot, I'm sure, or if it's, and it doesn't matter. It is physically impossible to go through a document like that and then to make uh, cogent decisions about it. So that's all preposterous. And again, Republicans and Democrats voicing their displeasure of this. So what does that tell you? Um, So let's really take a step back and look at what's really going on here. What is going on here? And it makes you want to say, let's drain the swamp. And I'm not a fan of Donald Trump's. (laughs) But, But it does make you want to shake things up a little bit. <clears throat> and we're we're living through a time right now where we are questioning 
again, I've been talking a lot about this. So many of the existing structures and systems of our country, talking about the Electoral College, how that might not be the best system, talking about remote work, is it possible to work from home, talking about the educational system, talking about um, how we police and all these things. And is it possible to make changes to it? And I've been thinking and talking a lot about first principles. So really getting down to what is actually true about this, really interrogating the reality of the current systems that we're living under, and then potentially looking at making changes. You know, I'm not trying to throw out the baby with the bathwater and just chuck the whole thing out, but this is a time where I think that we are needing to be really thinking about all, all of these things. Think about this. If you have kids, I've got a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and if my four-year-old was going to come to me and say, what does Nancy Pelosi do? What does Mitch McConnell do? What do these people do? How would I describe Nancy Pelosi or Mitch McConnell to my four-year-old James? Would I say, oh, Congresswoman Pelosi and Congressman McConnell, they represent your and my interest in Congress. Would I say that to him? I don't think that I would. I don't think that that's an accurate statement. I do not really believe that Pelosi or McConnell represent my desires or my views. When in fact, that's exactly what their job is. They're elected officials. They have been elected to serve the people that they represent. They've been elected to act in my and your best interest. Is this $900 billion bill? Obviously, obviously, it's not in my best interest. Otherwise, they wouldn't drop it on the desks of all the other legislatures hours before they were expected to vote. It's just so much nonsense going on. So really think about that. What is the purpose of of what role are our elected officials supposed to do? What role are, 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 are they supposed to play? Just what is fundamentally true about it? And then look at the system is what what's 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 going on when the bill that just passed is was supposed to be a COVID relief bill. And it seems like it's doing a thousand other things other than really giving the people that need it relief. So obviously just inherently flawed and so frustrating for you and for me. And by the way, do you know how much money Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell are worth? Do you know? Nancy Pelosi's net worth is upwards of $114 million. Mitch McConnell's over $35 million. That's amazing. And they're not even, I don't even think that they're in the top five. So... It's all it's all pretty wacky, pretty zany stuff that's going on. So what do we do about it? <clears throat> and this is one of those things where if you try to eat the entire elephant in one bite, you will be unsuccessful. Um, you will irritate the elephant and uh, it'll probably crush you. So what what you and I can do, what I can do, what I encourage you to do is what I've already done today is 
I encourage you to figure out, number one, who your elected officials are. And I'm going to talk about this from a national perspective. Um, and so what you can do is go to usa.gov slash elected officials and figure out who your state, who your national senators are. There's two, right? Every state has two senators. Mine are Mark Kelly and Kristen Cinema. And then you can figure out who your United States representatives are. And depending on what state you live in, um, there's going to be more than two. Are there ever less than two? I don't know how many North Dakota or Wyoming have. And as a political science major in college, what is what does that tell you? Uh-oh. But mine is uh, David Schweikert. So you can go onto these websites and they will tell you. So uh, there's that. And you can find their contact information there. If you're curious as to figure out how they voted, you could just Google um, how did David Schweikert vote on the COVID relief bill. Or you could go to senate.gov slash legislative and then slash how to and it'll tell you or show you all the different actions or votes taking place um, in, 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 in Congress, and then I'll show you how everybody voted. That's not an easy that's not an easy website to navigate because while we hear about the major bills that are going through, there are a lot of other actions that are taking place. But it's an interesting exercise to, to, to go on that website anyway, just to give you sort of a sense of, of what's going on um, with with the government. So what I did and when whenever I reach out to elected officials, I always want to be and always am extremely respectful. Um, and that's just because I'm, I'm interested in, in, in being heard. And I don't think that being aggressive or angry with anybody is, is, is going to get you anywhere. So I'm always extremely respectful. So you can simply begin it by saying, dear Senator Kelly, dear cinema cinema in, in my example, and then when you're talking to your representatives, say, dear congressman or congresswoman. So for me, Congressman Schweikert. And I wrote, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but just something along the lines of, dear Congressman Schweikert, I am concerned about the recent COVID relief bill and am curious how you voted on the bill and why. Your, um, I, I appreciate your time and attention on this matter and greatly look forward to your response. I haven't heard back yet, um, but that, that's it. I'm, I'm interested in, in knowing the rationale for why these folks voted whatever way that they decided to vote. Um, I think that, that it passed pretty overwhelmingly, and now it's on Senator Trump's desk. And as I'm recording this, there hasn't been any resolution as to whether or not Trump's going to veto it or not. Um, I think he's coming back and saying, well, I want this to be $2,000 versus $600. So and the the amount to me is 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 pretty arbitrary at, at this point. Um, you need to make a decision and as to whether or not $600 is is going to be a meaningful amount of money. The reality that a huge chunk of Americans couldn't come up with 500 bucks in case of an emergency suggests that giving them $600 would be a meaningful amount of money. So I'm not saying it's it's not meaningful, but it, it's, it's pretty insignificant 
obviously in 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 the grand scheme of things and i don't know that we're talking too much about what the impact of this is going to be on our lives moving forward and on my four-year-old who was asking me about nancy pelosi and mitch mcconnell a minute ago what the country's going to look like in 20 years when um when he's you know a a, a, a grown-up so uh, that's a story for another day but anyway so on, on on christmas i wanted to sort of express my frustrations because i i, I certainly am frustrated by this um, but the only way that, that we're going to do anything about it is if we become engaged. And the only way that we do that is, is, is by doing it locally. I mean, first and foremost, I want you to be engaged in your life and to be thinking about what you think about what's going on with specifically this bill. And, th- and then take that a little bit further, what your thoughts are on how this process went and how a $900 billion bill that's, that's giving money to foreign countries all over the world and bailing out higher education to the post office under the guise of, of a COVID-19 relief bill, if you're okay with that, and I, I can't imagine that you are, and if you become, un- if you become not okay and, and start expressing your displeasure with it, and I do it, and everybody who's listening does this, well, then that's how we'll start to make some changes and we'll start demanding a little bit more accountability because just because something's always been done a certain way does not mean that that's the correct way. And in this case, where you throw a bunch of special interest and a bunch of crap in a bill that's supposed to be bailing out, it's not even bailing out. It's helping people who are most at, at, at most most in need during this time. That's who we're supposed to be helping. These are our tax dollars that they're spending. And... Uh, that the process works the way that it does is absolutely ridiculous. So please do reach out to your elected officials and let them know, I'm keeping my eye on you. I'm, I, I'm, I'm now taking an interest in what it is that you're doing. And I'm not assuming that, that you're making bad decisions. It's, it's, it's a trust but verify kind of thing. Maybe you voted for these people. And if you did, then it is trust but verify. And if you didn't vote for these people saying, hey, I respect the fact that you are my elected official. Thanks for your service. Now, can you please explain to me how you voted and why? I'm greatly interested in knowing your thought process and why you made the decision that you made. Grateful for your time and your attention. Um, not sure exactly how to wrap this up other than to say... Thank you for your time and attention for listening. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. I've got some uh, some additional episodes coming out next week talking about the new year and all that good stuff. But um, I, I hope that, that you are happy and healthy and that you are able to spend some time with loved ones in this, in this stupid time that, 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 that we're all going through um, and making the best out of this situation. So thank you for listening as always and Merry Christmas. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money getting you on your way 
to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.